Hello and welcome to Caught My Ear, where two music obsessed mates grab a mic and have a chat about what music they've been listening to. My name is Vivian. My name is Maddie. So this is episode 70 and as usual we'll go straight into our news segment, but this week we're going to focus on one thing and that is the Grammy nominations. So I have an article here from ABC News and it says Beyonce makes history and Australians bloom tame and parlor feature in 2021 Grammy Award nominations. The 2021 Grammy Award nominees have officially been revealed, with some history-making inclusions, particularly for women in music. The awards will go ahead in January, and while the ceremony will likely look quite different, the music industry still has plenty to celebrate from the past year. Pop queen Beyoncé has notched up the most nominations for 2021, with her nine nods making her the most nominated female artist ever. She's got a good chance of making history again when the ceremony rolls around with four wins delivering her the most Grammys for a female artist and eight wins catapulting her into the coveted spot of highest number of Grammy wins of all time. So I'll go into some of the nominations now. I won't read all of them, but if you want to see all of them again, the link will be in our description. So record of the year, Black Parade by Beyonce, Colors by Black Pumas, Rockstar by DaBaby featuring Roddy Rich, Say So by Doja Cat, Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish, Don't Start Now, Dua Lipa, Circles, Post Malone, and Savage, Megan Thee Stallion featuring Beyonce. Album of the Year, Chilombo by Janae Aiko, Black Pumas by Black Pumas, Everyday Life by Coldplay, Jesse Volume 3 by Jacob Collier, Women in Music Part 3 by Haim, Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa, Hollywood's Bleeding by Post Malone, Folklore by Taylor Swift. Song of the Year. Again, what's the difference between Song of the Year and Record of the Year? We don't know. Really. Someone someone define that. I need <laughs> I need I need a rubric. I need a criteria sheet. Yes. With all of the different <laughs> reasons why Record of the Year and Song of the Year aren't the same thing. Exactly. So Song of the Year, we have Black Parade by Beyonce, The Box by Roddy Rich, Cardigan, Taylor Swift. Circles, Post Malone, Don't Start Now, Do a Leaper, Everything I Wanted, Billie Eilish, I Can't Breathe by Her, If the World Was Ending, JP Sachs featuring Julia Michaels. Now we will go into Best New Artist. So Ingrid Andress, Phoebe Bridges, Chica, Noah Cyrus, D Smoke, Doja Cat, Katranada, Megan Thee Stallion. Best Pop Solo Performance, Yummy, Justin Bieber. <laughs> Gonna... We'll get on that later. Yes. <laughs> Say so, Doja Cat. Everything I Wanted, Billie Eilish. Don't Start Now, Dua Lipa. Watermelon Sugar, Harry Styles. Cardigan, Taylor Swift. Best Pop Duo Group Performance. Undia, One Day, J Balvin, Dua Lipa, Bad Bunny, and Taney. Intentions, Justin Bieber featuring Quavo. Dynamite, BTS. Rain On Me, Lady Gaga with Ariana Grande. And Exile, Taylor Swift featuring Bonnevere. So there's more, obviously... But we won't read them now just because we thought those were the main interesting ones. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like I said, if you want to read the full nomination list, just click the article in our description. But what do we think, Maddie? Um, first thing that jumped out at me is one, not going to lie, I didn't really know that Beyonce released any music yep. this year. Yep. Wasn't aware of that. <laughs> I saw Beyonce number one on the first like award category and I went... Never heard that song. Mm-hmm. Um, have I been living under a rock, or like what? What's going on? Are we just like what? What is? Can this? someone <laughs> tell me if if I miss? Am, like I'm just missing a huge chunk of 
2020. (laughs) Did I black out at some point? Not going to lie. Maybe I did. Mm, I don't know. It's possible. But yeah, I am very confused. Number two. Mm -hmm. Point number two. I'll, I'll keep on the Beyonce train. So, the category where... Megan Thee Stallion's Savage yep, has so been nominated. That's record of the record year. Record of the year. It's not just the Megan Thee Stallion one. It's the one that's featuring Beyonce. Why? Why? <laughs> Why is that necessary? The song on its own was great. It doesn't... Beyonce doesn't need another nomination. Why does she have to just, like, jump on Megan's, yeah. like, bandwagon? Like, let her have her moment. Exactly. Especially because that remix, like, Beyonce in my opinion, really doesn't do anything for the song. Like, no, it's, it doesn't make it any better. It just felt like something that a record label wanted to do to just push the song even more because it was already successful. And it's like, oh, if you add Beyonce on it, then it's cool. But it's yeah. like, mm, it was fine. It was just own. unnecessary. Like, Megan has done an absolutely stellar job this year. Mm-hmm. Like, she's done amazingly with this song. And I think just... I personally feel, I don't know how Megan feels, but I feel like it's kind of an insult to Megan's, like, artistry. Yeah. That it's like she can't get nominated for Record of the Year by herself. She has to have Beyonce on Yeah. There. I don't know. I just feel that's a little bit insulting, to be quite honest. I agree. 100%. But yeah. And then, third of all, my man Jacob Collier. <laughs> I was waiting oh, for it. <laughs> my God. Jesse Volume 3, nominated for Album of the Year, is it? Album of yes, the Year? Yes, Album of the Year. Oh my God. I'm just so glad that he's finally getting recognised for, like, his insane talent. And I, like... For sure. With the other ones that are nominated, I don't think he's going to win. However, like, he... Just to be nominated in that category, I think, is a huge step for him. Oh, yeah. Because he used to... Like, I'm pretty sure he's had a couple of nominations, like, in previous years. But they've always been for, like, really obscure Mm. categories that no one really, like cares too much about but to be nominated for like one of the biggest categories like album of the year is insane and i'm super super impressed because he really deserves it Mm. so yeah i mean i completely agree i think that it's really cool to see him there especially because we know how talented he is oh yeah and for a category like album of the year like that's that's such an achievement in itself Mm -hmm. um what i want to (laughs) say is all right vivian's hot takes let's go um one glaring omission from the entire like nominations is the weekend with blinding lights or even his album after hours yeah what where is it what is this (laughs) how is this possible blinding lights was like if not like it was the biggest song of the year i really do think so it was very successful very critically acclaimed Mm. it was everywhere why I don't understand. It's I I don't get it. I don't understand how a song of that caliber yeah has just been like just completely forgotten about. Yeah, I it honestly feels personal, I feel like <laughs> in a you way are personally offended because it's like I just don't understand how they could not have put that anywhere. Honestly, it's raise your hand if you've been personally victimized by the Grammy nominations. <laughs> Honestly, it's it's just so wild to me. And then sort of jumping off of that, we have Yummy, Justin Bieber. Oh my god, I'm so disgusted <laughs> that that is even there. <sighs> like, like best what? pop solo performance. The fact that that made it and Blinding Lights didn't is just yeah. It's just. Honestly, I I just can't. I have no words. Like, if any Justin Bieber song were to get nominated, like, I'm not gonna lie, 
Like his song Lonely isn't too bad. Yeah. It's a good song. Mm. I'll give him that. Yummy is not. How is that? Like, it's just awful. The album that he released this year was not good. Like, it just, and you know, that's not just my opinion. That's by a lot of critics. They've said it was a very average album. And the fact that, you know, um, that was also nominated for Best Pop Vocal Album. And the fact that Intentions with Quavo was nominated for Best um, Pop Duo Group Performance is like, why? Yeah, I just, I don't know. It's... It's, it's so glaringly obvious, the favouritism in this industry when it comes to award nominations. Like, it's ridiculous. And also, like, the fact that Billie Eilish is yes. in there yet again. I was just about to say Again, that. we've talked about this point multiple times on, like, all of our other episodes where we, you know, talk about any sort of, like, music awards. Like, Billie Eilish is an incredible artist. She really is. But the songs that she's been nominated for, Everything I Wanted, she's been... I think it's in there, like, maybe a couple of times. I think it's just once. Yeah, it's in but Song of the Year and, um... And record. Record, record of the, of the year. year, yeah. Again, what's the difference? Who knows? But, Who knows? like, I just don't think that song deserves that accolade above... No. The Weeknd. Oh, yeah. Or no. any other sort of, like, really, really popular songs. I just... I just don't think it should be there yeah i mean i was saying to maddie before i think her post album singles releases there's been a few songs that i like i did like everything i wanted and i also like her recent one therefore i am yes i really like that that's I a good really one. like it a lot obviously it's too late to yeah be counted in the non so it might be yeah exactly in next year's but but it's like they're not you know last year when we saw the grammys with um, her album, like, you know, Bad Guy, all those songs that were nominated, that was understandable because it, you know, just honestly dominated last year. Oh, she 100%. dominated. She really did. And it just feels like they're just sort of picking back off of that with yeah. this one. Cause it's like, it's a post album release. Like a lot of the time when this happens with artists, like that it's not their best work. And I don't think it is her best work. It doesn't even match to her debut album, you know? No. So yeah, that's that's another thing that I'm like, uh, whatever. But I'm interested to see like who's gonna win. Like, yeah, the fact I'm happy that Taylor Swift's folklore got a few nominations there. Yeah, um, especially we were saying with Exile mm-hmm. was with pes- with best pop um, duo group performance. Um, I hope, I hope they get that. Yeah, I really do because I like you know Exile. I think is. A favorite on the album, but it's definitely not. I think one of the sort of um, standouts. Uh, I yeah, guess, from, yeah. I from feel like, like a popularity point of view. Yeah, I yeah, I agree with you. I really personally like it, mm. given the fact that I, it was one of my songs. Yes, um, on an episode ages ago. But yeah, I as much as I think that song would definitely deserve it, I don't think she'll get it because BTS is in there. Yeah. So I think BTS are going to get it. I kind of hope they do. In in in, in yeah. on another sort of angle, if they were to get a Grammy, that is, I think that's really cool yeah. for them to be able to do that. Um, especially because they're just you know. But if Ariana Grande and Lady Gaga get it with Rain <sighs> on Me, I'm absolutely going to throw hands. Rioting. Like, I am going to throw hands. Here's the thing, guys. We know how popular that song is. We know how much how m- many people love that song, but. I can't stand it. We do not like that song. I can't do it. I can't listen to it for more than two seconds. And I think it's it's 
disappointing because for me, I was like, as someone who's not a huge fan of Ariana Grande or, you know, a casual fan of Lady Gaga, I was yeah. like, oh, this could be like a really good collaboration for pop, you know, two of pop's biggest names, really. Um, and it was just disappointing in my eyes. Like, I just, I felt like it was really underwhelming. Yeah, I think the, like, the combo of Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande had so much potential. Exactly. And I think Rain On Me just didn't hit it. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, I just can't, like, I love Ariana Grande. I think she's incredibly talented. Mm. Same with Lady Gaga. Incredibly talented. Beautiful artistry. But that, that song just, like, falls flat. And I just don't know why it's, like become the absolute standout track that it has been because I don't think it deserves it. So let's now give our predictions for record of the year, album of the year and song of the year. So record of the year, who who do we think will win? Record of the year. Um so yeah. So what, remind remind me of who's nominated again. So we got Black Parade, Beyonce, Colors, Black Pumas. Again, I haven't heard that I don't even know what that song was. I, I was like what? I haven't heard that album, so yeah, that's another one that I'm not sure about. Um Rockstar by Da Baby, Say So Doja Cat, Everything I Wanted, Billie Eilish, Don't Start Now, Do a Leap Circles, Post Malone, Savage, Megan Thee Stallion. Featuring Beyonce. Oh, I really don't know. Like, cause there's the ones that I wanna win and then the yeah. ones that I think are gonna win. Yep. Like I don't think, I genuinely don't think Beyonce would take it out. I feel like uh, I just I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 hard. I I have a feeling if so. Dua Lipa has had a really big year this year. Yeah. I think she's either gonna win, like record. She has a chance to win album as well because yeah, that album was very very successful. Not just you know critically, but also like. Maddie was saying to me before, a lot of those songs are on TikTok and stuff like yeah. that. So it's very popular. Yeah. So I feel like she has a chance, but I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to say. It's hard to I say. I think I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick Doja Cat, to be quite honest. That's a good pick. I, I ho- think that's I hope my she pick. Wins. Yeah. I hope she wins something. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I hope they, I hope both her and Megan Thee Stallion at least win something because they 100%. definitely deserve it. Okay, so you say you say Doja Cat. I reckon Doja Cat for record of the year. I'm gonna say Don't Start Now. Do a little. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we got album of the year. Who do we reckon's gonna win? Um, what the do fa- you think? The fact that Coldplay is there, I'm like, yeah. What? I didn't even. When did that happen? When did they release an album? Again, was I black? Obviously, it was the same time that I was blacked out for <laughs> Beyonce's music because I'm. It's completely gone over my head. Again, I really, I wish Jacob would get it, but I don't think he will. Yeah. I have a feeling folklore might I be hope, up there. I hope. I think I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put my money on folklore. I hope so. But it's so hard. It's so yeah. hard. I want to say, I'm going to say, hmm, I'm going to say, you know what? I'll say folklore too, because okay. I think it's either between that and future nostalgia, yeah. which is Dua Lipa's album. Okay, and then we have song of the year. So again, there's a few um, reoccurring ones from record of the year. So we've got Black Parade, Beyonce, The Box, Roddy Rich, Cardigan, Taylor Swift, Circles, Post Malone, Don't Start Now, Dua Lipa, Everything I Want to Billie Eilish, I Can't Breathe Her. That's a great song. Definitely recommend listening to that one. Um, if the world was ending, JB Sachs featuring Julia Michaels. Ooh. See, that's tough too, because I reckon, look, I think Dua might get that one. See, I think she might get Song of the Year. Yeah. 
rather than record of the year with the other nominees that mm. are in there. I think she might get that one. I reckon I'm going to pick Dua for Song of the Year. Yeah. Okay. I might say... I might... Hmm. I might say Circles by Post Malone. Because that, okay. that yep. had a bit of traction for yeah. quite a while. I don't think it had the like long- longevity as like... Yeah, definitely. Dua Lipa, but I feel like there's Because I was tossing up that one for record. Yeah. But again, I don't think it was like as high up as the other ones that were nominated. So that's why I sort of picked yes. Doja Cat. But yeah. So those are our main predictions. Um, we want to know what you guys think. So please let us know in the comments like what you think of the nominations. Who do you think is going to win? Because I, I genuinely think I have been... Oh, I look. I was gonna mention this, but I feel like it's obvious. The fact that Halsey didn't get nominated for anything off of Manic is just a tragedy. Ridiculous. But we abs- know, we know that the Grammys, you know, they didn't nominate without me a few years back. So it's like, okay, if kind they of expecting it. Yeah. So, but anyway, <laughs> I won't. We'll leave that point in the dirt for now. <laughs> exactly. Let's sweep that under the rug. Um, so yeah, please let us know. But uh, that brings us to the end of this week's news segment. So before we go into our song section, we encourage you guys to pause the podcast, go down to the description and check out either the Spotify or YouTube playlist before uh, you listen to the rest of the podcast because yeah. you could get lost. So you got to listen to the songs. Exactly. Um, so I will kick us off for this week with song of the week. Um, and my song is Pain by King Princess. So this is her recent release. Um, she just released it a few days ago and I was like, I, it's so different. I feel like we've heard so many different sides of King Princess so far. Yeah. And I feel like this is just another side that was just lingering and we never (laughs) saw it. It was never fully realized. Exactly. (laughs) Um, so it's definitely the first, when I first heard it, it gave me like early 2000s, late 90s pop vibes because it's got this very like do 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 sort of um melody that's so easy to sing along to but it just instantly reminded me took me back to the days of like (laughs) listening to 97.3 which is a radio station here in Australia but anyway um so yeah what I I really like that it gave me this sort of like nostalgic feeling yeah and I think as well what's cool about this track is she I feel like it's it's so interesting. Her voice isn't anything spectacular. It's not like this sort of grand sort of voice, but she can manipulate it in so many different ways to fit different genres. I remember a while ago I talked about her song Ohio, which was like this really like stadium rock kind of mm. vibe. And the way she could hit notes that I didn't even think she could hit was like, oh, okay, this is incredible. But in this song, it's definitely more toned down because the focus is more on the production and more on, like, the singability. It's not really this sort of huge number that's impressive, if that makes sense. But that in itself, I think, is what makes it a really cool track. Yeah, I think as someone who, like, isn't a fan of King Princess and doesn't listen to, like, a lot of her music at all, I just sort of hear the hear the ones that you bring up yeah. to me. And so, like, hearing this, and I've already had this, you know, sort of, like, image in my head of what King Princess is about, Mm. and then you play this song, and I'm like, okay, well, that's in the bin. I don't know what's (laughs) going on anymore. Um, But, like, it's done in such an amazing way, and I think, like, again, I was, like, with that little doo-doo-doo bit in it, like, I was singing along with it, like, halfway through the song, because that's literally what it's designed to do. Exactly. Like, I'd never heard this thing before, and I was already, like, singing along with it. So. 
I mean, like, that's what it is designed to do, and it does a really, really good job of that, and King Francis has done a great, um, a great job of, you know, um, sort of going into this different, different direction, mm. I think, than we're used to hearing. But yeah, I, I don't mind the song, actually. It's pretty good. Yeah, so check that one out. That is my song of the week, Pain, by King Princess. Maddie, what is your song of the week? Alrighty, my song of the week this week is called Shoebox by Marley Koa. Um, so if you listen to um, episode couple of weeks back, I um, talked about Marley Koa as my under a rock. Um, so if you don't know, she is an Australian Sydney-born artist. Um, I think she's based in London at the moment, but um, she's from Australia, which is awesome. And she's got an incredible voice, absolutely amazing voice. I mm. love it. Um, and so this track, Shoebox, it's a really, really cool concept. So it's sort of about like very much like sentimentality and like holding on to holding on to parts of things of like a person that you've known or, um, you know, like a relationship or like a different person or something. And she's got all of these little like trinkets and like reminders of this person in a little shoebox under her bed. And she doesn't want to let go of it because, you know, that person's gone now and it's sort of like all that they, all that she has left um, of this person. And, like, it's really beautiful because I really resonate with that a lot because mm. I am a huge... I call myself a sentimental hoarder. <laughs> so, literally anything that has any significant value, like, even, yep. like, the tiniest bit of, like, memory attached to it, I'm like, I can't throw it out. I'm I've got to keep it. I can't. Mm. So, like... <laughs> I feel seen with this song. <laughs> it's calling you out. Plus, it's a banger. Like, it's, it's a so really, good. like, it's sort of this really cool, like, uplifting chorus. And it's got these, like, really, really sort of, like, punchy chords and, like, percussion. Mm. And it's sort of very, like, um, very bright. And I think her voice really lends itself really well because it's got this sort of, like, vulnerability and this, like, beautiful tone that's, like, you can just hear the emotion in her mm. voice. And I really, really love it. Yeah, I mean, I was sort of, what sort of, like, caught my attention was it's a very cohesive track, and I I was kind of thinking it goes, like, full steam ahead in the sense that it doesn't slow down, like, yeah. if that makes sense, like, and I think that was something I was like, this is really cool, and her voice is incredible, but I'm the same with sentimental stuff, like, oh, yeah. when I go to the movies, every time I keep the tickets, and I always pin it to, like, my little wall. Same. I have, ke- <laughs> I think I've kept every single cinema ticket. Yeah. That, like, I've been to a movie with my boyfriend. Like, I've never thrown them out. 100%. I've kept them all. Like, I've got so many trinkets. And, like, every single time I, like, go to a new place, like, I'll get, like, a little knickknack from some random shop. And, like, I've always, I've got things everywhere. Mm -hmm. My room just collects dust (laughs) because I've got so much crap everywhere. But it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's good. I've got, I've got, I, like, I can't even throw out birthday cards. Um, like, I, I literally have a shoebox. No joke. I have a shoebox full of birthday cards. Because yeah. I can't throw them out. Me like, too. Like, what am I doing? Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, that, it's a really cool song. Um, shoebox by Marley Kawa. It's my song of the week. Um, so we'll head into Under a Rock now. Um, and I've got this song called Remember Me by Teeks. So Teeks is a Māori artist from New Zealand. Um, and my sister actually brought this song to me and was like, dude, I know you like really good voices, good vocalists, listen to this guy. And I was like, okay. So she sat me down, I was in the car and she played the song and I was like two seconds in blown away. 
Yeah. This, this, this guy has the most beautiful, deep, like resonant voice oh. you've ever heard in your life. Like it just chills immediately down my spine when I heard it. It was mm-hmm. beautiful. I've, I, this is the only song of his that I've heard so far. Like I haven't listened to the rest of his songs yet. I haven't had time, but I'm definitely doing a deep dive because I am literally obsessed with how amazing this guy's voice is. Um, but this song, remember me, it's this beautiful like piano string ballad that's just so like heart wrenching oh, and just yeah. absolutely gorgeous and I'm yeah I just fell in love as soon as I heard it oh me too like when Maddie was playing it she was like just just listen <laughs> and when like when he sings the first few notes I was like oh my goodness what it's like done already yeah I'm like, that's it it's just oh. in love it's so gorgeous and I just wish we heard more voices like this you know yeah. in in this sort of contemporary like it's a ballad but it's I feel like it's so easy to listen to mm. as well. It's really accessible and that's something that I think is done really well with this track and I was just, oh, I was floored by it. Yeah, it's got a gorgeous build up at the end too. Exactly. Like it's nothing extravagant either, but mm. it's it's so fitting for fitting for the song. And basically like the general gist of the song is, you know, um, there's this like relationship that may happen. Like it's sort of, it hasn't happened yet, mm. but he like wants it to and like he doesn't know how to approach it and you know this person might be like you know leaving his life soon and he like there's all of these like hopes and mm-hmm. like he's longing for something that hasn't happened yet and he just wants that person to um like remember him in case like they change their mind or you know they want to like act on anything but it's it's a gorgeous beautiful song and i am floored at his voice like Me every too. single time i hear it i just it's just so beautiful, and I just urge you to listen to it because it's incredible. So you have called to. Remember Me by Teeks. So, Vivian, what is your Under a Rock this week? So, this one's a little bit different for me. Um, I was honestly surprised that I chose this song. Yeah. <laughs> but here we are. Um, so, my Under a Rock this week is Prisoner by Miley Cyrus featuring Dua Lipa. Um, so this song is, it was released a few weeks ago, but it's coming from Miley Cyrus's new album called Plastic Hearts. And if you guys have been following Miley Cyrus for a while, recently she's been doing a lot of these um, rock covers, like 70s, 80s, like pop songs, and she's been killing it. So she did a Blondie cover, Heart of Glass. She did Zombie by Cranberries. So with this album and the lead up to it, a lot of the songs she was releasing sort of had that vibe as well. And I was like, this is really cool. Yeah. Like she really suits this sort of genre. And when I listened to this song instantly, I was like, yep, this is, this is amazing. It's got this eighties sort of pop rock vibe to it. And what I really love about it is Miley Cyrus has this really like raspy voice and when she sings the chorus, when she hits those notes, it's just, oh, it's amazing. Like, yeah. and you can tell she's really thriving as well, like, in this genre. Like, you can tell she's really enjoying it. And I was just like, yeah, this is such a fun and groovy song. Plus that bass line when it comes into the oh, chorus. Oh, yeah. So, so, amazing. so good. Uh, like, I feel like, I was saying this to Vivian before, I feel like, um everyone's sort of done a disservice to Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Putting her in this little, like, Disney Channel pop, like, princessy, like, box. Because I think 
this genre is truly where her vocal ability shines. Like, Mm -hmm. I never would have thought that she would just, like, skyrocket the way that she has in this sort of, like, area. But, like, listening to her in this song and, like, from the covers that she's been putting up, like, it really is, I think, where she sort of found herself. Yeah. And, like, she's just absolutely going for it with, like, the new, like, bleach blonde mullet. So good. The whole look. Like, it really is just, I think... Like, she's found a part of herself that was always there, but it's finally sort of, like, she's being allowed to show that. Mm-hmm. Because she's been put in this, like, pop box for so long. And yeah. it's just like, you know what? This is it. It's amazing. It's so good. For sure. And the way that Julia Leifer's voice and Miley Cyrus's voice, the way they sort of blend well together is r- done really well. And yeah. Maddie was sort of saying before how Miley Cyrus has this sort of, like, 80s rock sort of voice, whereas Dua Lipa has this, like, 80s pop kind of voice. And that definitely was shown through on her album that we just talked about before, Future Nostalgia. It was very 80s inspired in terms of the production and and that sort of thing. So the fact that they've come together on this song, it's just, like, it's a perfect match in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's, it's like, a really good amalgamation of, like, two different sides Mm. of like 80s music and like it's just yeah it's done really really well and I really like it it's so good so yeah please let me know what you think of that one so that is Prisoner by Miley Cyrus featuring Dua Lipa now we will head into Caught My Ear and I'll kick us off so my song for this week is Like by Elisic so some background on this one um this song came up in my release radar and I noticed the name it was really familiar to me and I was like, I think I follow someone on Instagram with this name, but is it the same person? I don't know. <laughs> and so I went and I saw that it was. So Elisic, she is actually Ollie Sykes's wife. So Ollie Sykes is the lead singer of Bring Me the Horizon. You guys know how much I love them. So I was like, this is really cool. She, she's a singer. Well, this is her debut song. So the only song she has out and it only came out a few weeks ago. And I was just... It's so interesting and that's why I chose it for this for this section because it's definitely hard to sort of pigeonhole into, oh, a, yeah. into a genre. So I'm not going to try to do that. So what I will say is that it's this really... What, I read this review of it the other day and it was sort of saying it's this otherworldly kind of alien-like sci-fi song. And I definitely agree with mm-hmm. that description because her voice, it's so like soft and delicate and like it's very alien like in the sense that she tries to sort of manipulate it that way but the production it's so interesting you've got some really cool samples in there but the best part in my opinion is the chorus there's this really interesting delay um on the vocal um, on the vocal effect and the harmonies as well like Oh, yeah. It's just... Amazing. It works so well. And there's not, like, anything absolutely crazy about this song. It's actually quite a simple production. But I think it's just the way that everything is um, put together and her voice is so interesting. I was like, this is so cool. I'm so interested to hear what else she comes out with. Yeah, I think I think there is a tendency with songs like this that are sort of in that very, like, alien-y, otherworldly, mm. sci-fi sort of realm. I think the tendency with them is to sort of like chop and, you know, like chop and change them so Mm. much that it's kind of like hard to listen to. Yeah. But this one doesn't have that problem at all. Like Mm. it's still really kind of like, because her voice is so soft and like really, really beautiful when you, when you sort of like listen to it. 
and the backing isn't so jarring that like it is hard to listen to because it is quite a nice song Mm. and like as much as it is very weird it's still like palatable i think like i still enjoyed listening to it and i'm not really like a huge fan of that type of stuff Mm. yeah like whereas with me i i love like, if, if it was weird, I probably would have enjoyed it as well. Yeah. But I do really like the fact that it is really accessible. And it's, I think, a really smart decision as a debut single because, you know, you don't want to reveal all of your cards just yet as no. to what you can do and, you know, what sort of direction you're going in. So sort of putting out a song like this that's obviously yourself but is accessible to other people who may not listen to this kind of music, I think, is really, really good. Yeah. So that is my Caught My Ear for this week. Like by Elisic. Maddie, over to you. Okay, so this one is a little bit different for yes. me. Um, it's called Love and War by this DJ duo called the Yellow Claw featuring Yade Lauren. So Yade Lauren is the vocalist that's featured um, throughout the song. Mm-hmm. And so both of these, so Yade Lauren and Yellow Claw are both Dutch. They're from Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this song was from their Lost Amsterdam album, which was, I cannot remember when it was released. Um, but this isn't the original song that I'm talking about. I'm talking about the G-Funk remix. So make sure you get the distinction right because they're both very different. I listened to the original with Vivian this morning and it is a whole different vibe. Mm -hmm. So I'm talking specifically about the G-Funk remix in this section. So I'll make sure to put the right one in um, the playlist and everything so you can listen to them. But yeah, so (laughs) this song is like, first of all, it's like, it is like sort of a dance DJ Mm -hmm. track. So you'll lay the foundation there, but that's sort of where it ends. Mm -hmm. (laughs) With... This particular remix of the song, um, it is very much like 90s R&B vibes, funky, like out there sort of um, samples and different sounds. It's so fun to listen to. Absolutely love it. Like the best part, I think, about the whole song is the talk box. Oh, 100%. Just just makes the song. I absolutely love it. It's amazing. Um, but it's so funky, like it's literally, like it's a G-Funk remix, it's gonna be funky. And it's really fun, and there's like all of these weird sort of like percussion sounds, and like the little like weird bells, like you'll, it's like classic sort of inclusions in this type of song, and you'll Mm -hmm. like recognise it instantly when you hear it. I don't know how to describe it in words, but you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Like it's all within the first chorus, like you'll hear it. Mm -hmm. And then like... The vocals are amazing. Amazing. This, yeah, I hope I'm saying it right. I'm pretty sure it's Yade Lauren. Yeah. Um, she's very young. She's only 21. She's like a Dutch vocalist, and like the notes that she can hit are like phenomenal, and the control that she has to like sing the song is really, really good. I For absolutely sure. love it. And like when I say that this song was sort of like a DJ dance track, it doesn't have like a big drop or a build up or anything in this version in the original it does and it's awesome so good as well but which is yeah again great um but this version doesn't it's sort of more just like a cohesive like yeah. vocal track um but yeah it's great i loved this so much like it's such a random thing to do like yeah. they they did this like they did they remixed their own song yeah 
in with this G Funk remix, and it's such an interesting because like it's so nineties hip hop R and B like. It almost feels like you don't hear anything like that these days. Like, yeah, the fact that they chose this song to remix it that way, I was like, this is awesome. Like, the fact it's just so nostalgic and it's so fun. It's such a boppy kind of song. It's so easy to just bounce along to, and I think that's what it does so well. Like, whereas with the original version, it is more of this EDM track where it does have the big drop. It does have a lot more like, I guess, intricate samples in there, but I just think it's so cool that they've decided to do this remix. As soon as Maddie played it, I was like, I'm adding it to my playlist. Like, this is such a fun song. Yeah, I think what they've done, like, they've literally taken, like, the best 90s hip-hop cliches and just chucked them at this song. And, like, even though they are cliches, like, it's literally, it's the best. It's so good. I love it. It's so fun. It just, like, makes me happy every time I hear it makes me dance to it but yeah that's called love and war the g-funk remix by yellow claw featuring yade lauren that is my caught my ear and that is it for this episode guys thank you so much for listening you can check us out on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, castbox and wherever you get your podcast fix you can follow us on social media at Caught My Ear Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And that is where you can send us your recommendations. We always tell you guys we love listening to different kinds of music, no matter how wacky it may be. Exactly. We will listen to it because that's the whole point of this podcast. So please send us your recommendations. And you can also let us know what you thought about the songs that we talked about during the episode. Whether you agree or disagree, like that's what we want to hear your thoughts. Exactly, it's the we want to hear what you want to, what what you guys think. Exactly, it's an open conversation. Exactly. So with saying that, uh, you can join us on Monday for a brand new episode. Bye, guys. See ya.